Live from the PropSwap studios of AM1490 Sports Betting Radio and distributed by the Jacob Media Network, it's Extending the Play with John McMullen, powered by PropSwap. PropSwap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented by Malamut Law, Cherry Hill Disc Centers, and Dr. Charles McCabe, DelVal Insurance, and Thrive Financial Services. Now, here's John McMullen. Good morning, South Jersey. Extending the play. Johnny Mack here with you with Ryan Rothstein. Excited for the supersize extended. We're extending the play on extending the play, Ryan. Two hours, man. Two hours. Let's do Uh, it. Yeah. Two hours of NFL Eagles talk and a little bit more. We're also going to get into a little bit discussion about... uh, I mentioned it yesterday with you on the fix about uh, my 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 appearance on the middle last week. Got into it a little bit with Aton and Barrett Brooks and Jason Martinez was on just about the the modern environment and and sports. And I think mostly it has to do with Major League Baseball and the NBA, but I, I think it also has to do with the NFL and this landscape. You've seen all the stories around about. Uh, the negotiations about the NFL's new television rights fees that they're going to be getting, which are uh, record-breaking. Not not quite as much as the league was hoping, but they're going to be way up, 50%. Worst-case scenario, maybe, uh, maybe 30% rise in Monday night football, things like that. We'll see about Thursday night football, DirecTV. But point being, the overriding point is – they're going to get a heck of a lot of money. Um, and that's because in, in today's world, it's the NFL is the only thing you can count on. If you're a television producer, it's everything else is down, yep. including major league baseball dramatically, the NBA, NHL, pro wrestling, you name it. Everything is down. Uh, and the NFL's down a little bit, but it was about 8% this year. So, uh, really, from a, a comparison standpoint, uh, for rest of television, where television is going, uh, because there's so many new streaming options and and just more channels, just more options, basically. So that's what's happening. And obviously, the more you fragment the audience, uh, it, it makes sense that ratings would go down. And that's why the NFL, even though they're taking a few hits, uh, it's more important than ever to those television executives because it's the only thing they can count on. But the reason I get into this, Ryan, is because I want to talk about the long-term health of professional sports. Um, and it's the younger generation, really, if you think about it, because they've grown up where 
it's not four channels. It's not ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, and, and they have all these uh, abilities to do things and and look at things on their phones and and well, they're not watching TV. No, exactly. So they, how do you know. get to? How do you create a new fan if you're a professional sports organization? And I think everybody looks at 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 the aging sort of demographic, especially for baseball. Baseball, it's the worst. I, I mean, there are no young people who like baseball. No one. No one. Baseball's a mess. And, you know, I've I've voiced my opinion to you and just about baseball in general over the years. But, like, I grew up on baseball. I, I, I loved watching baseball, going to baseball games, playing baseball when I was younger, up until, you know, sophomore year of high school. But now it's just I'd rather watch paint dry. <laughs> I can't watch a nine-inning Phillies game. It, Do you know what you're asking of me? <laughs> I mean, it's that, ridiculous. You know, it's amazing because if you like read and and you listen to to fans of baseball, at one time it's hard. I I guess for younger people to understand. At one time, you know, when you when you hear that cliche, baseball America's pastime, it was America's past. I mean, it was by far, by far, by far the most popular sport. Mm-hmm. And and there's this romanticism about the strategy and 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 it's a thinking man's game. And by the way, it was, and, and that's sort of the the path I'm going to go into. I I don't know if that's the way to save baseball, but I sure as heck know because I don't know how you fix this attention span problem. I mean, that's a societal problem. We all got our yeah. phones. We're all. I don't know how you fix that. I'll be the first to say that. But it doesn't help when the game is not interesting, the actual sport. And that's my problem, and that's why I bring it in here on extending the play, because I think the NFL is going down the same path as well. Maybe not to the same degree as baseball and and basketball, but here's how how I'll explain it to you, Ryan, and then you can give me your thoughts. Okay. Anytime math is involved – it's not fun. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, did anybody like math class? I, no. I don't know. No. But when you're talking about uh, analytics, and, and I don't even like using that term because I, I, I don't like what that term. term. It, it's, analytics? Yeah. It, it's data oh. science, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, you know, I use it in basketball. Yeah, Essentially, the easiest way I can explain it and, and what I said on the middle well, you know, some nerd came down and said, <laughs> well, if you're Steph Curry and you can shoot four for 10 from three, that's 12 points. So that means if you're Wilt Chamberlain, you got to shoot 60% to match it from two and said, that's unlikely unless you do have Wilt Chamberlain in his prime. That's really unlikely. So you might as well keep chucking up threes. It became a math equation. And the same thing in baseball. Uh, the, the, for the people who do like baseball um, and the people that do like the strategy and stealing bases and station-to-station baseball and, you know, moving a runner over and, and, and doing all those little things that maybe you don't think about, well, that same nerd said, you know, statistically – it's more likely that 
somebody's going to hit a home run if they use the proper launch angle instead of three consecutive singles. So they said, you might as well swing for the face fences mm-hmm. because you're going to generate more offense. And, hey, guess what? It's no fun if the ball's not in play. So it's strikeout, walk, home run. The ball's never in play. It, it's, it's just not fun. How did we get there in baseball, though? Because if you look at, ah, now you know what? I don't know. As I'm about to begin what I'm saying, you can make the same argument for the NBA. And this is what you were talking about on the middle with those guys. you know. But I was going to say baseball has changed more than any of the other major sports. Well, that I agree with. They, they're farther down the road because I think they were the first right. where the nerds got involved. <laughs> but the NBA has changed a lot, too. To be but, fair. But that's what I'm saying. They're in that evolution, and I think they're going down the same dark path. Okay. I mean, how much more can the NBA change, though? I mean, you were, you know, let's talk about the 90s versus, well, we don't have to get into this too much right now. We will at some point, but look at the NBA even in the 90s, and you know this, the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, even early 2000s to where the NBA is now. It's a completely different game. Is that good, though? That's well, what it, I, it, I, I mean. Is that see? Here's here's how I, I I don't blame executives. Their job is to win, and I, I I compare it to gambling. And if everybody's going to the casinos here in Atlantic City, you know, if you can count cards, and hey, you're going to beat the casino. But guess what? They're gonna they're gonna kick you out if yeah, they figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, your job, oh, your only job from a personal level is to win for you. Their only job for a personal level, a sports executive, is to win for their team. So they're trying to count cards. They're trying to game the system. They're trying to beat the system. But if you're Rob Manford, if you're Adam Silver, if you're Roger Goodell, your job is bigger than that. Your job is to entertain the fans. And sometimes... You have to corral these guys trying to game the system. Roger Goodell has done it all the time with Belichick. I always go back to that playoff game. Belichick's always a step ahead of everybody. He's tweaking. He understands the rules. He's he's rolling out these weird formations. And afterwards, you know, you see you see John Harbaugh on the sidelines losing his mind, yep. complaining. Guess what? He gamed the system. But afterward, the NFL said – Ooh, we didn't think about it. We got to close this loophole. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the time in the fourth quarter when he did that, and everybody started to pick up on it. And Roger Goodell, the NFL said, "Ooh, we got to close this loophole." Yeah. Why don't baseball and basketball close these loopholes? They've done it in the past. Here's my here's my guess, and. The NFL is on a stage every week, every game. So especially, and correct me if I'm wrong, like a couple of those Bill Belichick moments where you're like, what, what's he doing right now? Yeah. And, and, you know, that was like a nationally, that might have been a night game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, the playoff game was the Ravens. That was well, the formation game. and then Yeah, uh, but I know I, there was a couple regular yeah, season moments yeah, yeah, yeah. too. So my point is, the first time it happens in baseball or basketball, it's a Tuesday night in February. Yeah, and, that's fair. That's you know, fair. But but I'm not saying it's okay. But you know, it's kind of all of a sudden you're like, whoa, how did how did we get here? You know. Yeah. So 
And we'll continue talking about this after the break, but I I, I do want to get further into it about sports as a whole and explain why commissioners sometimes have to step in. Most notably, Adam Silver, Sam Hinkie here in Philadelphia, but it also happens in the NFL, and we'll talk about it more on Extending the Play. The middle. The middle. It's you called know, the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's a nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park. Central Park. Yeah, Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. <laughs> it's probably the most famous green space on the planet. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. If you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head to your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country you can sell to, and listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. 
If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you are missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. All right, welcome back. South Jersey, AM1490 Sports Betting Radio, extending the play here in the Prop Swap Studios. We're getting into some existential sports stuff, which I think is good, you know, to have these deep diving discussions. I'm Johnny Mac uh, here with Ryan Rothstein. And and Ryan, before the break and during the break, we started to get into this conversation with the future of the NFL, Mm -hmm. uh, television revenue, but also pro sports as a whole with Major League Baseball, the NBA. Um, I'm not a hockey guy, but throw hockey in as well. Uh, They're all facing the same issue where the transition – and I don't know if I want to call it a transition uh, because from a monetary standpoint, let's be honest, that's the only thing that matters to sports leagues like the NFL. I mean, the goal is to get TV rights fees. And when when you talk about streaming options and whether it's Netflix or Amazon or YouTube and, you know, subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube, by the way. Uh, we're doing well there. But when it comes to TV rights fees, the streaming options have not stepped up to the plate and matched uh, the billions of dollars the NFL gets from these TV rights fees. And and they're going to get anywhere from 30 to 50 percent increases in the new TV rights deals, which will be the same Fox, Disney, uh, NBC, maybe Amazon. Uh, enters into it uh, with the Thursday night, maybe they become the sole Thursday night option, and that puts streaming into it. But I I think people thought it would be going quicker, and I think people thought, look, as long as the checks stay the same, it doesn't matter if they're coming from Amazon and YouTube and Twitter – instead of Fox, NBC, and ABC, mm-hmm. as long as the money stays the same, nobody cares. But the money to this point hasn't been the same. So to me, that's the difficult part of this, that everybody's trying to solve and nobody can figure out. How do you get that younger generation invested? How do you get those people that just consume sports and quick clips, yep. whether it's highlights? And that I don't know. And I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. But Ryan, I think it's easy to to sort of, you know, maybe you can't go forward till you solve the most difficult problem, but you can slam on the brakes and and not go backwards. And that's where I think we differ. And that's where not necessarily on baseball because no. I think everybody agrees they're going backwards. But even the NBA, even the NHL, everybody but the NFL. I think it's going backwards. How do you put on those brakes? And I think you put on those brakes by getting the game back to where it was and more entertaining. And to me, with baseball, that means strategy. To me, with basketball, it means strategy, not three points or die. Mm. That's that's where I think we differ. So I want to hear your vision, especially when it comes to the NBA, because I think we're on the same page with baseball. We are. Yeah. 
We're, we're, we're both on the same page with baseball. See, for the NBA, I just think – I think you prefer the – older style of play, like the 90s style of basketball. Well, no question, but right. I, that's my question to you. I know, I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah right. but but like, the game is entertaining right now. They, like, the the game, the athletes have never been better, okay? Do they shoot too many threes? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so, but you... All right, let me throw in real quick. Go ahead. I, I don't disagree with you. I think the game is entertaining. Again, mm-hmm. I don't think they've regressed as much as baseball. My question is, is it more or less entertaining than it was in, say, the height of the Michael Jordan era? I, I, it's it's up for debate, but I don't think it's regressing because the NBA right now, they are empowering their athletes on the floor, meaning you now have Kevin Durant like people walking around the NBA seven one can handle it like a point guard can shoot it like Reggie Miller can, you know, he can do everything. He can play one through five and everything's centered around the star right now. And the game's faster. And the, you know, there's, there's quicker possessions. You shoot more, you shoot threes more, you give it to your stars more. You really put their talent on display and whether you like that or not, that's fine, and that can be debated. And I think people that did watch the game before this, there's a strong argument that that game is better. But it, it at least, I think, in my mind, is moving in the right direction because the athletes have never been better, and the game is magnifying those skill sets. Where baseball, you're like, wait, who, who's Mike Trout? Right, like the average person's like, well, yeah, but I I think that from my perspective, that's a different question. That's a different argument because Mike Mike Trout, baseball has evolved. Mike Trout's a heck of a better athlete than Mickey Mantle or Babe Ruth. I mean, all of them. Yeah, well, not all of them, but most of them. And the same thing with the NFL. I mean, you've got guys, you got linebackers, two hundred and forty pounds, running four fours and. Mm-hmm. The evolution of athletes isn't the problem. The the athletes are better. Kevin Durant, you you can't even imagine a seven foot guy. Seven foot. I mean, if it were back in the seventies or eighties, he'd be playing center. Yep. He'd be he'd be stuck on the blocks. He wouldn't doing... be playing. He's too thin. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, well seven he foot. Would've... He'd play, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Off well. The bench. Well. What would have happened is he would have been told to gain weight. And, exactly. You know, he'd be on the blocks, and he'd be. Uh, uh, he'd still be a great player. I. I. I've always maintained great players are going to be great players because they evolve in the environment they're in. Mm-hmm. And if you go back, like we, we in basketball, I always have the Will Chamberlain discussion, and I always enjoy because he's the most dominant player. In NBA history, you you can have your argument about who's the best, but they they changed the game because he was too dominant. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. Same with Bob Gibson in baseball; they had to change the rules because he was too dominant. Mm-hmm. So that's when I say, and, and then you have people who say, "Well, Will Chamberlain didn't play against anybody." No, huh. he he. And I always joke the time machine works both ways. Right. In other words, 
if you move Will Chamberlain forward, he still has those same genetics. He still has the better genetics than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then if he's in the modern environment, he's got the same advantages the athletes do today. Right. So the less traveling, the better nutrition, the better weight training. You don't have to worry about anything else. Although in Wilt's case, he's got to worry about the ladies. But yeah. nonetheless, it's a good problem. Yeah, nonetheless, you get my point about the evolution and the time machine works both ways. Where yeah. you say, you know, Joel Embiid, for instance. Well, guess what? Put him in the time machine and, and race him back to the 60s and 70s and see what happens. Will Chamberlain's better. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Will Chamberlain's better because he dominated his sport and they had to change the game. But this goes full circle, Ryan. They changed the game because it wasn't fun because nobody could deal with Bob Gibson. Mm -hmm. So they lowered the pitching mound. Right. Uh, Nobody could deal with Will Chamberlain. So they created goaltending. Yep. Three-second violation everything, yeah. They changed the game. Why can't you change the game? In this case, it's not the athletes necessarily. It's the nerds. So what is your problem with with the NBA right now? My problem is you have people gaming the system and and in a certain degree off the floor, Adam Silver stops Sam Hinkie. Like a lot of Sixers fans are are angry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh fans in other cities are not angry about it because guess what? It's not fun. That's not what the NBA wants to be. They don't want to say just stop playing for four seasons and and keep running it back. They don't want to be that because it's professional sports. It's supposed to be a competitive environment. So he gained the system, and they they let him take it to a certain point, Mm -hmm. and they said, come on, you can't do it anymore, Sam. That's essentially what they said. Yeah. Now, if you take it on the floor and you say the the mid-range game is dead – well, why not back it up to where the three-point shot was originally? It was 25 feet at one point. Mm-hmm. Now, Steph Curry can probably go from 35. But, you know, my point is if you make it more difficult to shoot a three, maybe the mid-range game becomes part of basketball again. But it's still it, – listen, it's an interesting conversation, but I would argue – the game is still being – you're still extending the game away – not extending the play. You're still extending the game away from the basket. So if you officially take the three-point line and move it further back well, – It's that math equation, Ryan. Sure. If four out of ten becomes three out of ten or two out of ten, then the nerd comes in and say, well – Let's get to the rim. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That That's where it changes. Mm-hmm. And I said when – when the math people get involved, just like Sam Hinkie, you got to shut them down because it's not fun. I think, <laughs> listen, but the NBA, and you're right, man, you're, you're right. And, and to defend it, the NBA is not scared to, to go to a Sam Hinkie or of anyone of the sort and say, yo, enough, done. Or, you know, well, veto, veto a trade. It took them what? How many years did it take them? It did. No, it, it took him a while, but I think at this point, like, and and you look at, um, you look at Adam Silver. He's not afraid to to implement new things. 
in the NBA. Like, listen, he's I've listened to him speak at different events, et cetera, whatever interviews. He's not afraid to potentially move the three point line back. He's thought I know he's thinking about it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, you know, just to go back to baseball and even the NFL, uh, baseball doesn't do anything about issues or how to no, make things better. You know, I at least agree. the NBA is um, in small sample sizes. The NFL What's really what's the NFL doing? Like what's Roger Goodell well, and, doing? And this is where we're getting in. I I think people give the NFL the uh, a pass. The NFL is in the same boat mm-hmm. to me. Now everybody plays the same offense. Now it's RPOs. Now it's spread offense. Uh, everybody wants that sort of that's your default setting. And that's what everybody wants to do. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Lack of practice time. You want to simplify things. Uh, That's the way college is evolving. If you think about college basketball, I mean, think about the college basketball three-point line. How how do you stop that? It's an absolute joke. I'm 100 years old. I can go out there and stick college threes. Uh, It's absurd. Um, And and the NFL, (laughs) they (laughs) – the problem, the problem the NFL faces is its own popularity. Like, no matter what they do, people don't turn it off. <laughs> so what's the problem? Well, exactly, and that's what they say. But I, I think when you talk to people in the game, it, it, you know, offseason, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about virtual offseason again. Mm-hmm. And the Players Association is like, because – the veteran players, are like, they don't need the offseason. It's a pain in the you-know-what for them yeah. to show up for many camps. But guess what? The younger players, they need it. They need it to get up to speed. You talk to any coach, they're not going to say, we don't need offseason work. They know they have no practice time. They don't practice. They don't no. hit. They don't put on pads. They don't do anything. They don't do anything. They don't do anything. That's and, why. And, yeah. and people, yet people can sit there with a straight face and tell me the game's better than it's ever been. The game's sloppier than it's ever been. It has, it's ugly. Yeah, it is. Nobody tackles. You know, there was this famous play in uh, a Penn, I think it was a Penn State, Ohio State, when James Franklin first started turning Penn State around. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It, it was. Was it Ohio State? It was. And uh, I think it was in Penn State. It was and what, fourth Penn, down. Yep. And and it was it was fourth and four. And I'll McSorley. look it up. Yeah, Trace McSorley. And they ran a, a, a zone read. On the biggest play, fourth and four or something of that nature. And everybody lost their mind. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all they practice. <laughs> right. What do you want them to do? Yeah. Philly, Philly? But exactly. <laughs> that That's what they want. They want them to run this, you know, zone read, read option to get back in the conversation with the truly top tier teams, which they did. And then at the biggest moment. They want Jim James Franklin to turn into Bill Walsh and draw up this West Coast masterpiece that fools everybody in the building <laughs> that they've never practiced before. It's amazing to me, but that's uh-huh. exactly what people want and people think they're getting. No, if you want to simplify things, you run what you practice. And if you don't practice, you can't be Bill Walsh. Practice? Yes. <laughs> And we'll continue this uh, on uh, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, extending the play 
Ryan Rothstein, Johnny Mack, Pro Sports, the NFLs are getting worse. If you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head to your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country you can sell to, and listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you are missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. As they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. The, the, the middle. The middle. That's what I told you, but I got a hangover, man. So what is this hangover? Mark. Yeah, what's with this hangover? Right, what, what, what happened yesterday? Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? what, what? Well, I took yeah. pineapple vodka. With the pineapples, and I used it for like a That's week too or much two. Pineapple, pineapple it, it, is and terrible. It was, too, it was it was so sweet that you would just just keep on drinking, and I just kept on drinking it. Did you say you took pineapple vodka and then infused it into pineapples? Yes. I mean, there's there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are <laughs> laughing at you, Barrett. He took pineapple vodka and infused it into pineapples. Oh I my. thought it would be a better taste, and it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast. Went down way too fast, oh man. My. And next thing you know, man, next thing you know, three shades to the wind. See, watching Queen got... Latifah. Oh, my this God. That's the line of the day. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. The All-Star Labor Classic, a Philadelphia tradition, has already donated over $3 million 
and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor, Sunday, April 18th, 2021, being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington. When Recovery Centers of America at Devon opened its campuses on the main line and in South Jersey, they offered a new approach, local addiction treatment led by an expert caring team of professionals. RCA has since helped thousands and leads the way in innovative programs and exceptional inpatient and outpatient care, all in a beautiful setting that allows for healing and recovery. RCA answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, 365, including the holidays. All admitted patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Call now at 1-888-RECOVERY. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Welcome back. Extending the play, AM 1490. And do what the man just told you. Subscribe to the Jake and Media YouTube page. Uh, you'll get all our sports content, uh, not only from Jake and Media here with AM 1490, across all our platforms, uh, whether it's the middle uh, on phillyvoice.com, that's simulcast here, whether it's Ryan's show, The Fix, 7 to 10, uh, Monday through Friday, and I'm a part of that. I'm a semi-big part of that. I think. Yeah, you, seven, you're a very big part of that seven, every night at 7.30. Every night at 7.30. Uh, and then here on Extending the Play, and we're extending the play on Extending the Play. So we're in uh, an existential place, and that's why we're going down an existential road, Ryan Rothstein. <laughs> we are. And we're talking about pro sports as a whole. Obviously, the NFL mainly in uh, what brings this up is the TV contracts, and they're about to be signed. So while everyone wrings their hands over the Philadelphia Eagles and salary cap potential, you know, I put on Twitter, I joked this morning, uh, I'm on a pretty good run. For years now, I predicted that every single NFL team will be cap compliant at the start of the new league year. Every single one. I predicted every year I'm on quite a run, Ryan. Quite a run. <laughs> what what type of run are we talking? <laughs> well, I think fans don't I understand. <laughs> now, obviously, it's a joke. I uh, fans don't understand. You have to be cap compliant. That is uh, so. What do you, you, you? You don't you, have a choice. Yes, there is no other option. <laughs> right. So everyone, how are we go? Are they going to be able to get under the? Yes, they are going to be able <laughs> yes. to get to the cap. <laughs> right. And we're going to talk about that more in the second hour uh, about the Eagles and what they're doing. And basically, they're they're about done with with releases, except for Zach Ertz, uh, and, and we'll get into that. And it's going to be mostly restructures from here uh, as the Eagles race towards March seventeenth and the new league year. But want to finish up on this conversation of uh, 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 pro sports as a whole, the NFL, where everybody's going, and to me, where that's going is less entertaining now. I think there's a lot of reasons for that, and it, most of the reasons, certainly in football, has to do with all the scale backs and, and, and practice time and, and things like that. So if you're a coach, what do you do? Well, you try to simplify things, and you have it, and that's why you have all these zone reads. And if, if you go all the way back, if people remember – uh, on college football, and, and, and the football industry as a whole is a little bit different because it tends to trickle up instead of trickle down. Like most of the innovation 
happens at the college level. And and people in football will tell you it really happens at the high school level. Mm-hmm. When you got all these wacky ideas and they try them out and then yeah, it sort of yeah. trickles up to college and then finally the pros. Uh but I think people and Chip Kelly was the best example of this. You remember when Chip Kelly got here, Ron? Well, how innovative, how smart this guy. He was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I always joke. I you know, he's the guy with the play card that says S eight. And they said, Doug Peterson's an idiot, the West Coast guy. He's got the 300-page playbook. Mm -hmm. You know, all Chip did was say, get in better shape than that guy and just run him to death. Right. That was Chip's idea. Yeah. And a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Right? Like, as far as his offense is concerned. And, whoa, look at at all the moving parts and, you know, the – there was really nothing to it. It was just very fast, and you better be in shape. Yeah, that was yeah. it. And, and the difference is at Oregon, or and 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 you know, you have back then you could have I don't know what the number was to be honest, but a hundred kids on your team, and generally when you're winning fifty to ten by the second quarter, you can play, you can roll <laughs> yeah. through guys and roll through guys. Now he shows up in the NFL. And you got Jason Peters there, who's uh, even back then was a hundred. He's a hundred. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. Ma- he's Methuselah now. <laughs> he was contemplating retirement yeah, back yeah. then. And, and you know, you only have fifty-three guys. You only had at that time forty-five on game day. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't roll guys. Guys got to play. So, and they're thirty-four, thirty-five years old. It, some of them, if you're Jason Peters, and. Not 18, not 19, right. not 20. So guess what? That wears on you. Absolutely it does. I think the only advantage they had was other teams were even less prepared for that. You know, oh. like that, that that's the only advantage. Well, if you think about his first game, which is probably the height of Kelly. Washington was like, what the heck is going on? I know. And everybody was like, oh. This is going to be great. But, you know, you not failed. so fast, my friend. Well, and Chip, by the way, doesn't get enough credit because he won 10 games twice. He made the playoffs. He wasn't terrible, but it, he didn't adjust and, and people did adjust. Uh, other people uh, said, you know, and sometimes an adjustment. What did we say? What did we say at the beginning of this discussion? People game the system. How mm-hmm. do you game the system? If somebody's coming at you, well, you tell your linebacker, hey, pretend you got a, a cramp. Right, go down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you start complaining to the officials, and maybe they don't spot the ball, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. It's your job as a head coach and a general manager to win games by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. NASCAR rules apply, I always say. If you ain't <laughs> cheating, you ain't trying. If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. I, I mean, that's your goal. The goal of Roger Goodell and Adam Silver and Rob Banford is to entertain the people. At the core of it all, Ryan, professional sports is entertainment. No different than you know, any show on yep. network television. It's uh, just it's just scripted versus not scripted, right? Like yeah. I mean, I mean that's it. And I think. I just want to add to this for a second because I want your thoughts on it. We talked a little bit about this in the break. It's it's all about TV, and that's the blessing and curse for the NFL. Because the NFL is the only thing people watch right now live. College football, 
All right, let's just throw in elite football is the only thing people watch essentially live. And everyone says, look at the NBA TV ratings, you know, haters of the NBA. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you don't you don't know what you're talking about. OK, because like you should look at let's look at the social media numbers of the NBA. <laughs> like that's what you have to look at. And that's the shift in our environment right now consuming sports same as the nfl but the problem is the nfl is such a monopoly now and they're getting so much money from tv because they're the only thing on tv that people want to watch i I don't know what the answer is for if if i'm roger goodell because i have these brinks trucks lines of them backing up money from nbc and fox and you know espn so i don't know how he evolves the game as far as an entertainment product is concerned. Yeah, well, and that's my point. And 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 by the way, I've talked about this uh, with Tony Khan, and and Tony's interesting because he's not only uh, his father owns uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shad Khan. Uh, he also owns uh, All Elite Wrestling on TNT. Shaquille O'Neal was just on. Everybody <laughs> saw those clips, uh, which went viral. So he, he's kind of got a foot in both camps, and I've actually had this discussion with him. And the problem is, uh, from, a, from an eyeball standpoint, you're right, Ryan. Like, that's how people, and, and especially younger people, um, sort of ingest their sports is, is um, Twitter clips, YouTube clips, and Instagram. highlights, Instagram, so forth and so on. Yep. The leagues are well aware of that. Their concern is how do you monetize it? Right. And, you know, because one thing, and WWE and wrestling is the better example of this than even AEW, because they have even more social media following than, than the NBA. Uh, their their social numbers are ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it, it, but nobody pays for that. So they they have their own billion dollar contract, but it's with NBC and Fox, right? The same as the NFL, and 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 when I talk about the game and improving the game in pro sports, that's where the NFL, unfortunately, they don't think about it because it doesn't affect them. I don't think they're down the road to the point. And, and, and I think it is incremental. I think the NBA is sort of halfway down the road. The Major League Baseball is against the wall. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, way, screwed. They're, they're way down the road. The NFL, because, look, the product stinks, but they keep writing the checks. So they don't know it. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's the problem, and that's what I was trying to illustrate. And listen, the New York Yankees, they have 14.3 million followers on social media. The Dallas Cowboys have 15. Like, just to put it in perspective. So, like, they have the tools to figure this thing out, but the problem is with, the, with baseball, your thoughts here, John, in a second, problem with baseball, obviously, is the damn product on the field is so atrocious. I don't even know how you market your stars or product overall. <laughs> well, they don't. You, well, you can't. Well, well yeah. I, I mean, and, and people have said, like, uh, Mike Trout, you know, doesn't have a personality. Or who else? I mean, who else is is, is a big star in baseball? Aaron Judge? I don't know, because he's yeah. on the Yankees. Who who else Bryce would Harper. you even? Bryce Harper? Yeah. On, on the Phillies? They they say these guys Tatis. don't. I mean, don't. I don't know don't have personalities. 
I have no idea if they have personality. How would I know? I, I mean, they don't market uh, well. But that, to me, is, is... None of these athletes do, unless you're Peyton Manning or Charles Barkley. Well, yeah. I mean, the NFL has never marketed athletes. They market teams. Right. And, and by the way, I think the NFL is right, because they, they, they generate incredible uh, loyalty... Because it's the Philadelphia Eagles. It's a, it Carson Wentz. Look, everybody loved him, but he's gone. Mm-hmm. Now they love Jalen Hurts. And when Jalen Hurts is gone, they'll love the next guy. Mm-hmm. Because the loyalty is to Philadelphia Eagles. The loyalty is to the laundry. And the NBA, it's superstar. It's Jordan. It's James. It's Durant. It's Harden. It's Ben Simmons. Is he a superstar? We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's that, and, and and I think the NFL has it right on that ticket. So it's interesting. You can go piecemeal and say what and what what did these leagues do well? But you're right about the NBA. What they do better than anybody else when it comes to major sports is the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. But how do you monetize it? We'll talk about it when we come back. I guess right. Yeah. More extending the play. AM 1490, extending the play on extending the play. Uh, More after the break. Johnny Mack, Ryan Rothstein, existential discussion, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. And we'll get to your Eagles knowledge in the second hour. The middle. middle. I'm out on fishing in areas like... Come on, bro. You're about to have a kid, and he's going to want to go fishing. Uncle B can't take him fishing all the time. you got to learn to fish, bro. That's a good point. What do you mean it's a good point? My ability to father my child relies solely on taking him fishing? Yes, Mr. Predicto. All right, what's the question for Mr. Predicto here? About your ability to father a child. (laughs) Well, it has to be yes or no, Okay. Will your son want to go fishing? Will my son, my boy, want to fish? Uh-oh. The signs say no. Huh? Oh! That's it. I'm walking off the set like Maury. Boom, boom. I'm out. Drop the mic. See ya. You're not capable of dropping the mic. Oh, my goodness. I'll yeah. roll with that Mr. Predict. This is my guy right here. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place 
where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards. Yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey's best. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Welcome back. Extending the play. Chilly morning here in South Jersey. I'm I, I'm pos- I'm getting positive about that. I think this might be the last really really cold morning of the winter. I'm going to go out on a limb there. That's a that's a hot take, man. It's a bold statement. <laughs> well, not morning. That last Saturday morning. Right. I, we're gonna we're gonna warm up. I think into the 60s next week. Good. I, I'm I'm starting to feel. A little bit optimistic, and uh, I think the groundhog just popped his head out <laughs> here in the studio. Pucks a tawny. Uh, uh, so I think we're going to turn the corner there, and we're going to turn the corner as well in the second hour and get to the Eagles and salary cap issues. But I do want to wrap this up with you uh, and talk about and, and, and go back to uh, improving the sports and, and and the NFL, I don't know if it's possible for two reasons. And, and I've said them and that's because the sport is so popular. They don't know they have a problem to me, the NBA and lesser major league baseball, they know they have problems. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, they're ahead of the curve in looking for new viewers and, and trying to figure out sort of the magic uh, solution to this problem. My issue is before you get there, just do the easy stuff in baseball. For instance, ban the shift, ban the shift. Say would be so nice. Two infielders on one side of second base, two infielders on the other side. Magic fix. Also, limit the number of relievers in a game. Simple as that. They say, oh, the tra- oh, you can't do that. Why not? If people are turning off, you change. Yes, exactly. You change rules. I just mentioned Bob Gibson. You lowered the pitching mound. Yeah. How about the How about the NHL? They changed the size of the crease like, yes. ten times. Yes. Remember how big it used to be? Yes. I mean the the circle. Then they made it. You know, whatever square like so tiny to give the goalie less room to operate. Like there's been so many changes in sports, and for baseball, I don't need to see a pitching change every ten minutes, and he warms up longer than he's actually in the game for. Yes, it's ridiculous. So it, you you limit the forty seven, you limit the left right stuff. You look, and guess what? If the game changes back, you can get rid of it. 
Yeah. If people start saying, screw it. it, it could be even that you do it for a year or two and say, guess what? This is sort of an unwritten rule. Baseball loves unwritten rules. You know, if you go back to the way you were, we're going to put these limitations on you. You might, that might be enough uh, of, of sort of uh, something where, where people will give them cause to play the game. In the NBA, the easiest one is to move back the three-point line to where it was originally. <laughs> you can't say it wasn't. It was there. Yeah. And then you moved it in to create more offense. And the unintended consequence of that was what I always say, Ryan, as a as a young Sixers fan growing up, the greatest highlights to me were Mo Cheeks running the break and either Julius Irving or Bobby Jones finishing. I love those highlights, and I wasn't around for them, but I love them. <laughs> well, today, guess what? Irving would veer to the three point line, and Bobby Jones wouldn't be in <laughs> he the would league because he the three point line. Yes, it's so true though. It's uh, so and, true. And, and and you're taking think rock rock in the cradle, yeah. Mark Landisberger. That stuff doesn't exist because everybody's running to the three-point line. Well, to be – I agree with you, man. But to be fair, if I have to defend it, and I always will, <laughs> we were – that stuff was relatively new. Like the – like the, the Irving? No. No, no, like dunking. Like, no. No, you're, no, you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of uh, Will Ferrell's movie. <laughs> where they created the alley-oop. Semi, semi now, Irving was in the ABA doing that stuff. No, I know, but but how the game like there wasn't high flyers in the NBA even oh, with yes there were Connie Hawkins people don't know but not but David not, not Thompson, like today David Thompson's nickname look up David Thompson's I, nickname yeah Skywalker Skywalker that's right listen I, I, I know there was plenty of George high flyers Garvin George Nice man I know yeah. yeah like listen there's plenty of people that were people you know players athletes. But you look at it now, I mean, everyone is elbows uh, over the yeah. rim. You know, uh, it's, I, yeah, the I mean, game's played above the rim. Back yeah. then it was like, okay, maybe one or two on a team. Maybe. And I think I'm being friendly with that. And, and, and admittedly, I'm biased because Irving is my favorite athlete of all time. But Dr. J is one of mine. I mean, he's my dad's favorite athlete. Yeah. My uncle. I mean, we have statues of him. Like, I, he's a, a legend, but. I just think it was different. I, I mean, I don't see – that's the amazing thing about Irving. I don't see plays like he did in today's game, which is phenomenal to me. I mean, he was such – Yeah, it's I, true. I, I mean, if you look at the two most famous highlights, and I always love to see Magic Johnson talk about him going around Mark Landisberger. He just speaks of it. He smiles. He speaks of it in awe. Yeah. He's on the floor. He said he's just watching it. <laughs> like, how does how does that yeah. guy do that? Uh, so, to me, look, there aren't a lot of Julius Irvings in this era, any era. No. I'm not saying that was commonplace, but it, it is something. And I used the rock, the cradle over Michael Cooper as the better example, because literally he would have veered to the three-point line. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, you make your point, but Dr. J is still Dr. J. Like, you know, people dunk, but I, you, yeah, your point is made. You, my, my, my point is that's what you're taught to right, do right. in today's game. You are. And you're taking, to me, the most exciting part of the game out of it. Uh, but we'll continue this and, and get more into the Philadelphia Eagles, the salary cap issues, all the contract extensions on our two 
of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. And who knows, extending play, we might go two hours every week. This is so good, Ron Rothstein. Let's do it, man. More extending the play, hour two, coming up. Don't turn that dial. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the Sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio and distributed by the Jacob Media Network. It's Extending the Play with John McMullen, powered by PropSwap. PropSwap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Are you ready? Yeah! Are you ready? Yeah! Everybody was giving a dream while this season was going to end up each and every one of them. You got to complete look down at yourself and figure out what you're going to do. Are you willing to fight, scratch, punch, take, tackle, pass, run, scream, baby? Yes, sir. I'm not going to try. I can't take no It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented by Malamut Law, Cherry Hill Disc Centers, and Dr. Charles McCabe, DelVal Insurance, and Thrive Financial Services. Now, here's John McMullen. Good morning, South Jersey. Hour two of a special expanded edition of Extending the Play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. I'm John McMullen alongside the great Ryan Rothstein, and we're having uh, a a pretty intensive discussion on on sports as a whole. Certainly the NFL, a big part of that as uh, the new, I, I shouldn't say new because they've been the country's national pastime for a long time now, but way back in the day, that was baseball's role uh, and certainly isn't any longer. And that's part of the discussion we've had about uh, the game, improving the game. But I do think the NFL is in the same boat as baseball and basketball, as I mentioned, Ryan, just not as far down that road. Well, they're in a yacht. Yes, they are in a yacht, and that's part of the problem. The seas are still rough, my friend, but yes. they're in a yacht. The sea is angry. Yes. Um, and, and they don't realize it because no matter what they do, nobody tunes out. One of the things about – we all know the NFL has gotten into so many issues when it comes to uh, social stuff in our country, which is so divided right now between – conservative, liberal, whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 the NFL. And I always joke, and I've joked to people in the league, I go, who who wakes up and says, I want the NFL to be my moral compass? So I, I think in a lot of ways, 
they're unfairly targeted for these much larger issues in the world. But on the other hand, the reason they're unfairly targeted is because the sport is so popular that everybody gravitates towards it and pulls them into everything. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons, and in my estimation, it's the biggest reason why the product has gone down and why they don't realize they need to start to fix it, because why would they? Well, what is right now the biggest issue the NFL is facing? And that could be, you know, is it is it directly impacting the product? Is it indirectly impacting the product? It could be anything. It's it's your call. Uh, just anything that comes to mind. The the biggest issue the NFL faces is what? Well, I, I think the biggest issue is lack of practice time, lack of preparation. It makes sense because, but you know, if you want to get good at something, what do you do? You I, practice, yeah, unless you're I Allen mean, Iverson. If you're doing a, a radio show, you get reps, you get reps, you get reps, you get better, you yep. get better, you get better. If you're doing anything in, in the world, uh, you just take reps and you start to get more comfortable and you start to get better and better and execute better and better. So to me, it's the lack of practice time. Problem is, you know, the toothpaste is out of the tube there for a number of reasons. One of them being the safety issue, which is, I don't. It, there's nothing they can do about that because you got to play. Doesn't make sense, John. It you got to you got to play the PR game, Brian. You have to. What's the PR game though? Like here's the sports too dangerous to practice. So we're only going to play it? It is. We're only going to play the games? Here's my problem with these critics. And here's my problem. If you want to have a discussion with me, I'll be the first one to admit this is a very, very violent sport. And guess what? If you want to be healthy later in life, if you want to be healthy when you're 55 or 60, you probably shouldn't play professional football. No. Well, you shouldn't play football. No. Well, certainly, yeah, you shouldn't play high school football, never mind professional football. Yeah, you know, people play, you know, you, you go out and play peewee. At what age is that? Six? Yeah. Even if you played, if you're lucky enough to play college ball, that's six to 21. That's 15 years of, of taking it a, a beating, man. Yeah. A beating. Uh, you know, I, I've had this discussion with Irv Mushnick, who's an author, and he's really, he, he's really big into the concussion issue uh, and things like that. And he said... He always went over the top with me, and he's a good guy, but he was talking about peewee football. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Irv, I I told her peewee football is not a problem because if you think about, you know, what the issues with football are, and really the most dangerous part of football is probably high school because you got guys out there who shouldn't be out there. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, you got guys that are on their way to Alabama or Michigan or, or wherever, yeah. Or, and, and and the NFL, and you can think about them just beating up. I was just watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High last night. It was on like IFC or something. Nice, but uh, a phenomenal show and part phenomenal movie. movie. Uh, and, and part of it was Jefferson, if you remember. Uh, you know, Spicoli, <laughs> Spicoli uh, wrecked his car, and they blamed it on the opposition high school. And Jefferson just beat everybody up. And that got me thinking about the NFL. That's what the high school is. I played high school football. You had guys who were ready, who could 
beat the living you-know-what out of me. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that in the NFL. Everybody's ready. I mean, you got small guys, but you get my point. They're all elite athletes. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing at a high level. In high school, you have this dramatic difference. And, and if you think about the game as a whole, where is it most dangerous, these violent collisions? You don't have these violent collisions in peewee football. No. You can get them in high school. Absolutely. High school is probably the biggest risk. College right there, you know, close second. And the second part is they don't have, if you think about high school, even lower level of college, Yeah, they don't have uh, medical personnel right there. In mm-hmm. the NFL, you have the best doctors in the world ready if someone gets hurt yep. uh, on the sidelines. So a lot of different reasons. But for all the critics of football, I've always looked at them and said, if you want to have an honest discussion, yes, this is a very violent sport. You're being disingenuous by saying you can legislate it. You can't legislate. No, exactly. That that that's my problem, John. You're you can make an argument, I think, that you're making the sport more dangerous by limiting practice. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I no, live no with, doubt about it. I, I live with a high school f- uh, head football coach, right? One of my best friends, and he's like, y- you have to practice. No one knows how to tackle. Especially if you're a bad high school team, which when he first started there, they were. And they're actually a legit program now. All they did, you have to learn how to tackle. Yeah. And no one in the NFL knows how to tackle. And if you're not going to practice, <laughs> you're you're going to be um, more vulnerable to get you're, injured. You're going to duck your head. Exactly. And you're going to get the neck injury. And that's obviously. It's coming. Yeah. And that's obviously the most dangerous injury. Uh, but you see, I mean. And then the second part is the concussion part of it, because people have turned safety into concussions. Now, you know, Alex Smith just got uh, uh, released yesterday, officially. Yeah. Well, guess what? He didn't have a concussion, but he almost died and he almost lost his leg. Yeah. Guess You know why? Because the NFL and pro football is a really, really violent sport. Nobody, literally nobody is trying to legislate leg injuries. Teddy Bridgewater, same thing happened to him. He almost lost his leg. If he wasn't in the NFL, if he didn't get hurt on an NFL practice field, he would have lost his leg. Yep. But they had the medical personnel, the trainers, the doctors there to be able to save his leg. Uh, If that happened in high school or a lower level of college, he would have lost his leg. Simple as that. That's a good point. Uh, the, The disingenuous part, though, to me is... Uh, the concussion issue, and everybody says safety, safety, safety. Safety means concussions, head injuries. Nobody cares about any other injury. Nobody cares about torn ACLs, torn labrums. Nobody cares about replaced knees, replaced hips. Mm-hmm. Achilles, so, whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sorry if I can't take you seriously as a critic. You're You're disingenuous from my perspective. No, I, I agree. But then, you know, there's the argument of, well, it's it's – it's the head. It's the head injury, right? Anything below the neck or below the shoulders, that's just, you know, part of your body. It's replaceable or you can live with a limp. Oh, and and oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, you know, the, the thought or concept of someone, 
mentally not being able to, you know, go about their lives and live married or with children or, you know, sunlight impacts their eyes. Like, you know, a million different things. For some reason, they can't wrap their heads around that. And let's not forget, this was all started, correct me if I'm wrong, from a lawsuit. And the NFL is pushing the narrative of concussion. They don't care about anything else because of the PR aspect. No, yeah. I mean, the litigation, the, the, the process that they already have to pay billions of dollars, and it's a liability issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. so from the league standpoint, they don't care about safety. The players, to be honest, don't care about safety because they will when they're 50, but everybody when they're 25 thinks they're indestructible. Mm-hmm. That's just common sense, and, yeah. and, and that's the way it rolls. So everybody's disingenuous. And meanwhile, the, the product suffers because there is no practice anymore, and nobody learns how to tackle. And that's where we are with the NFL and improving the product, and the toothpaste is out of the tube. <laughs> but we'll continue more. We're going to get in the Eagles, I promise you. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. More after the break. The middle. The middle. It's you called know, the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park. Central Park. Yeah, yeah. Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. <laughs> it's probably the most famous green space on the planet. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place 
where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. If you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head to your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country you can sell to, and listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you are missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Welcome back, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, extending the play. Yes, subscribe to that Jacob Media YouTube channel, J-A-K-I-B. You're going to get some good existential sports talk with uh, myself, Johnny Mack, Ryan Rothstein, uh, and hopefully uh, you, you learned a little bit about what's going on in the landscape as a whole, not just the NFL with the new TV contracts upon us, uh, but also the NBA, Major League Baseball, even some pro wrestling thrown in there, Ryan. So yeah. uh, it all comes together. Tony Khan, my buddy, the director of strategy for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love those titles, those NFL titles. <laughs> right. I, I, I joke. Director yeah, of strategy. Yeah. Di- director of football strategy. He is. <laughs> I, I, I want to, and I've said, I want to be the executive vice president, the first executive vice president in the NFL in charge of creating titles to get uh, my friends' paychecks in the league because that is a emerging and very important part of the industry. <laughs> Director of intellectual analytics, for instance. <laughs> intellectual analytics. Yes. So it's not math. It's, no, because uh, right. we don't want those nerds. We got no. enough of these nerds. We talked about the nerds earlier. I'll get yelled at for that. But nah, and anytime, and I, I maintain this as a good rule in life, anytime math shows up to the party, you're not going to have a good time. It's as simple as that. No, you shouldn't be at that party. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Netflix is talking... Uh, to a director of analytics while they're working on season, where are we? Season four of Ozark. It's coming up soon in March. Season is it four, season yeah. three or season four? Uh, yeah. Entertainment is entertainment, is my point. But uh, I do want to shift it to the Eagles restructured contracts. And this gets back in to the math, which is not fun. And that's what I put on Twitter this morning. For the upteenth year in a row, I am correct. I'm going to say this right now, Ryan. Even though March 17th, I don't need Aton Sanders, Mr. Predicto. <laughs> I predict all 32 teams will be under the NFL's mandated salary cap on March 17th. How's about that? 
It's a bold prediction, man. Can we get odds on that? (laughs) Any of your favorite betting apps. If you can get odds on that, that is your best bet of the day. Uh, It always happens. There was an uncapped year. You know, it's funny. People say, what about the Cowboys? What about Washington? Because they got fines and and really significant penalties for – uh, going outside the box on an uncapped year. There was sort of a wink-wink, and you weren't supposed to go above a certain number. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones being Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder being Daniel Snyder, uh, they did not necessarily subscribe to the unwritten rules, and they got not. hit for it, by the way. They, even though there were no rules, they got hit for it. What did they, what did they get hit for? Uh, they got... Uh, fines and draft picks. I'd have to look up the okay. exact. But it, the, my point being, for those who say, what about uh, that was mm. an uncapped year. That was the difference. There was no salary cap because it was the last year before a new collective bargaining agreement. You have to, the point of this diatribe is you have to be under the salary cap. There's no other way. There's no other uh, avenue to go. So all these people are hammering and say, how are the Eagles going to cut $45 million? Uh, pretty easily, and you you see <laughs> how they're doing it. And it started with Deshaun Jackson. A couple players getting released. Uh, Malik Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey will be uh, official early in the league year, March seventeenth, March eighteenth. I think they have till March eighteenth to actually cut them. Um, Zach Ertz is going to be traded or cut, and then the uh, the restructure started with Darius Slay, Lane Johnson. They'll continue. Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey's essentially a restructure. You're going to see um, a couple other guys, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave. Uh, and once you restructure all these guys, the Eagles are going to be magically <laughs> under the salary cap. Amazing how that works. Yeah, funny how that works. It, let me Let me ask you something here with that because – just with everything with the NFL, fans overlook the cap and the money situation of the Eagles and, and any team, like in particular. What the Eagles do this offseason is going to be obviously money-driven. So wouldn't it behoove them to use the number 6th pick to get a real position of need, but we've been saying that, but based off of their money situation. So would it make sense to get a quarterback at number six? You already have one that you sort of want to figure out if they're, if he's real or not. So go get someone at linebacker. Go get someone at offensive line. Whatever it is, that's going to be cheap for you for the next three to five years. Yeah, and that's, that's where the Eagles got into some trouble. If you think about uh, sort of their shelf life as a championship team, which I've talked about a lot on the fix, they, they probably thought it went on. That was their mistake. They thought it was open longer than it really was. And you, you kept doubling down with veteran players. Jason Peters probably the most uh, notable example of that. But Deshaun Jackson also a, a big example of that as well. With his injury history, he ended up, I think, playing eight total games in his second stint with the Eagles. And really, Ryan, if you think about those eight games, he was hurt in more than half of those. He played very few times. So the Eagles got no return of investment on, on a player that, like that other than three highlights. You had the two bombs in his first game mm-hmm. and the one bomb from Jalen Hurts in his last game with the Eagles. Uh 
so other than a couple highlights, which is, you know, getting back to our hour one discussion, yeah. that's great YouTube content. <laughs> that's great Twitter content. It's great social media content. It, it yeah. is tremendous uh, social media content. Uh, other than that, you got nothing. So you, you go back to those, remember how much, and, and why this Carson Wentz thing hurts so much, and we've talked about it. They're paying the guy $34 million to play for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, to that, go away. That that $34 million, the Eagles could – think about that. If, I if don't he, want to. If he never existed, <laughs> which is, you know, uh, it's a weird rabbit hole to go down, but you'd have that extra $34 million, and then you'd be cooking with, you know, cooking with gas as far as free agency. Now um, – Remember, they only had five picks in two consecutive years because of how much draft capital they gave up to get Carson Wentz. Yep. So it's even more than the money. Everything, and that set them back from uh, having a younger roster, a younger, more cost-effective roster with those guys under deals for four or five years before they turn into stars, in theory, because you hope you hit on your draft picks. Now, I know Eagles fans will laugh at that, but that's how the NFL works. And then if they're good, then you got to pay them money. And then you're in the Eagles situation. So their salary cap, and I mentioned this on your show yesterday, it's more about the cycle of where you are as a team. If you're good, you don't have a lot of money. If you were good and you're on the way down because you were good and you have old expensive players, you don't have a lot of money. Yep. If you're bad, you got a lot of money. Or if you're getting good with a yachty, lot of young players before you have to pay them, you have a lot of money. So I have the I have the list of cap space in the NFL from the most available, obviously, down to the the least. Uh, and you're obviously spot on. Jacksonville's number one. Most cap space, $85 million. <laughs> Do you want to be Jacksonville? <laughs> no, you don't. The Jets are two. The Patriots are three. Washington's four. The Colts are five. And just for the listeners, the Eagles are 30th at negative $25.2 million. And, and And by the way, that's after... Uh, that's after the Slash uh, restructure, the Jason Kelsey contract. They were at 43. Yep. Uh, they were... Number two, they were 31st. Only the Saints had uh, were more over the cap, scheduled to be more over the cap than the Eagles. Saints are pretty good. Saints have been pretty good for a long time. Saints got an expensive quarterback, veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's how this league works. It's not, it's not a mystery. It, it's cyclical. Now, people will point to, say, Indianapolis and say, that's a pretty good team. Our buddy Frank Reich over there. But again, they, they hit on Darius Leonard. As a young player, right. they hit on Quentin Nelson as a young player. Guess what? When Quentin Nelson gets paid, Things highest change. paid guard in the history of football, yep. highest paid linebacker in the history of football, Darius Leonard. That's what happens. It's like Moneyball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, you know, you're going to get these young guys who are on a contract that, you know, that they're outperforming and they're not due for another one. I mean, it's, it's that's just how it works. The Rams are behind the Eagles and then the Saints are dead last. The team right ahead of the Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, all good teams. All, all, and and some teams. of the teams down there, 
I think Atlanta would be down by the bottom. Right in front of Kansas but City. But they were good, and they're on the way down. Right. Minnesota's down there, but they yeah. were good. Mm-hmm. And now they, they, they stayed with their hand a little bit too long, just like the Eagles. So that's what happens in this league. And, you know, people would be very upset if the Eagles didn't pay Fletcher Cox when they signed him to an extension. And he was, you know, arguably the second best uh, defensive tackle in football behind Aaron Donald. They would be very upset, Ryan, if they didn't pay Lane Johnson Mm -hmm. coming off an all-pro year uh, as the best right tackle in football. And guess what? In Lane's case, he broke down, obviously, injury-wise. Fletcher's still playing at a high level. But when players get good, it's not a secret. you got to pay eventually. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Um, where, where is Fletcher Cox right now? Is he still number two? Not money-wise. I just Defensive want your thoughts. Tag- yes. I, he's in the conversation. Uh, I mean, I'd have to think of there's. It, He's declined a little bit, but I don't think he's declined as much as people think. He's still dominant at times. He's still, uh, I mentioned when I'm talking to opposing coaches when they come in on the conference calls, they always start with Fletcher and Brandon Mm -hmm. uh, when they're game planning. Uh, So he's still highly regarded. Uh, There's some good young defensive tackles who are probably ascending that you would probably want more, but. I would say other than Aaron Donald, if he's having a big game, he's he's probably still number two. Yeah. No, okay. Because, you know, it's just – I'm just curious where he's at. And a lot of fans well, – if sacks. they're not sa- – right, exactly. That's what I was going to say. If they're not sacking the quarterback all season long, it's what happened to Fletcher. <laughs> it's, well, it's a- look at Josh Sweat who had – Really, in a, an amazing year from a pass-rushing uh, efficiency standpoint. Mm-hmm. That didn't play a ton, but his pass-rushing percentage, if if you go to the, uh, you know, if you if you don't want to have fun at the party and you, you break out <laughs> the numbers, pretty good is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Guy's never seen a double team in his life. A right. big part of that is Fletcher Cox. If you're, if you, you know, if Fletcher Cox is inside and – you know, Josh Sweat's a good player, but you got to double somebody. You're going to double Fletcher Cox. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, you could be, uh, you could benefit from a great player. It doesn't mean you're a great player. It's just like being a role player in the NBA. You know, if Seth Curry hits seven threes, it's you know he's not Reggie Miller all of a sudden. He's benefiting from Joel Embiid. So I think it's the same thing. I, I thought he was Reggie Miller early in the season <laughs> until he got COVID nineteen. Yeah, I don't know. What he happened hasn't been to him. the same since. No, he has not. So no, he has not. That's scary. Yes. Uh, but uh, he's got the right name. It's always spelled Alpulite to get the worst brother. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> can we can we uh, give examples of other <laughs> worst brothers in Philly? Uh, Giambi. Jeremy yeah. Giambi. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> I think he was in Moneyball, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Jeremy and, yeah. you know, they wanted the to get a Giambi back. Yeah. That's right. I think Jason partied himself. I'm sure he did. Uh, anyway, we Let's digress. Get, back to the Eagles. Yeah. Get, get it back to the Eagles and, and get it back to March 17th and get it back to the, the salary cap. My point is, you're basically done. I think everybody doom and gloom. So it was Deshaun Jackson, Malik Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, and obviously Carson Wentz. That's pretty big. And everybody else, everything else is going to be restructures. 
You know, we talk about everyone deems Howie Roseman, you know, everyone hates Howie Roseman, but if you have to look to compliment him. I don't hate him. Yeah, you don't, but fans. They say he's the wizard, you know, with the books. He cooks the books in a sense, in a good way. He knows how to move money around. Even if Carson was still here and still the starter, their money situation is horrible. Like, is any of this his fault? No, okay. because that, that's what I said about the cycle. Right. He's in that cycle. Right. Now, he, he is, I, everybody's good at manipulating the cap in the NFL. So everybody, you know, early on, there were probably teams who weren't very good at it. But, it, you know, you, you copy teams that are good at it so they know what to do as far as voidable years spreading things out. Yeah, there's a blueprint. Yeah, it, it's so overrated, the salary cap. Mm-hmm. The, the, the problem is they're in a bad cycle. And so it's about it's always about decision making. Do you make the right decisions on players? The Eagles have made too many bad decisions on players. They thought the championship window was open. So that to me is the bigger problem and has been the bigger problem. And we're going to continue with that uh, as extending the play rolls on the two hour edition AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. If you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head to your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country you can sell to, and listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you are missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. The, the, the middle. The middle. At that point, I told you, but I got a hangover, man. So what is this hangover? Hard. Yeah, what's with this hangover? Right, what, what, what happened yesterday? Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? 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 Well, I took yeah. pineapple vodka. 
with the pineapples, and I infused it for like a That's week. Too or much two. pineapple. Pineapple it, is and terrible. It was, too, it was it was so sweet that you would just just keep on drinking, and I just kept on drinking it. Do you say you took pineapple vodka and then infused it into pineapples? Yes. I mean, there's there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are <laughs> laughing at you, Barrett. He took pineapple vodka and infused it into pineapples. Oh, I my. thought it would be a better taste, and it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast. What's up? <laughs> Way too fast, oh man. My. And next thing you know, man, next thing you know, I'm three shades to the wind. See, watching Quayla got... Tifa. Oh, my this God. The... That's the lie of the day. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. The All-Star Labor Classic, a Philadelphia tradition, has already donated over $3 million dollars and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor, Sunday, April 18th, 2021, being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington. When Recovery Centers of America at Devon opened its campuses on the main line and in South Jersey, they offered a new approach, local addiction treatment led by an expert caring team of professionals. RCA has since helped thousands and leads the way in innovative programs and exceptional inpatient and outpatient care, all in a beautiful setting that allows for healing and recovery. RCA answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, 365, including the holidays. All admitted patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Call now at 1-888-RECOVERY. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Welcome back, South Jersey AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. We are extending the play with you. I'm Johnny Mack alongside Ryan Rothstein. A good talk this morning about uh, professional sports, where we are, analytics, data science, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And that continues into the Philadelphia Eagles, the salary cap. You know, one thing kicking up, though, this is exciting, Ryan. What's that? On, on Friday afternoon, I was on a Zoom call. Okay. With Puka Williams, I believe. <laughs> I have to check the name. Puka? Puka? Puka Williams, uh, running back from Kansas. Um, pro days, virtual pro days have started. Um, and, you know, Kansas is obviously. Uh, not a very good football team, hasn't been a very good football team, uh, and they don't have tremendous prospects. But it was interesting because uh, it was the first sort of introduction into a, a virtual Zoom pro day. So from that standpoint, uh, probably more interesting to me than anybody else. But this week, it, it coming up, it ramps into some big-time schools. And I got the list right here. Uh, not necessarily uh, March 8th is Marshall. That's Monday. But starting Tuesday, you have Northwestern. Now, N- Northwestern's not great, but Rashawn Slater's a potential top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newsom, the cornerback there, uh, is probably a, a day two pick. Um, so they have some good players. Wisconsin is on Wednesday. Clemson is on Thursday. Oklahoma. 
Oh, boy. Is on Friday. So that's what you're talking about, the virtual pro days. And, and, and that's coming up. It's interesting because Jim Nagy, who is the uh, director uh, of the Senior Bowl, uh, former NFL scout, now he does that. He's in charge of all that kind of work. Uh, and he tweeted something interesting uh, today that uh, I thought makes a little sense. And it, and it kind of l- put some light on what I've been saying about Carson Wentz as well. And he wrote, one thing NFL teams are valuing during this year's COVID-impacted draft cycle are which players made big jumps from 2019 to 2020 tape. Reason, he puts question mark, proven work habits, strong indicator those players found creative ways to work outside the structure of the school strength program to get better. And I've often talked about Carson Wentz being left to his own devices. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the biggest point, the biggest starting point uh, of his regression as a player. The one positive, man, every single day, Jalen Hurts is working out, posting his videos on social media. Again, good social media content. There it is. So two (laughs) things. what we love. He's working out with Quincy Avery. He's pretty famous uh, uh, position coach uh, now uh, mm-hmm. at this point. He's a worker, man, and he's working outside the structure to try to get better. That, to me, is the biggest positive when you're talking about the potential of Jalen Hurts. I That should always be one of the top factors on your checklist. I brought yeah. this up to you maybe last week regarding – Justin Jefferson. And I said, you know, the Eagles, I feel, I felt like got cute with that Jalen Rager pick. And it's like, and you hear this from fans sometimes like, oh, you know, should you go get the guy from Alabama or Clemson or, you know, this or that? Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> yes. If, yes. If, if they're a winner, all right, I know that's cliche and you can bring up like Tim Tebow or, or whatever, but you have to be able to scout assess skills, how do they translate to the NFL, and also some of the things that aren't tangible. And I think work ethic and their environment they're coming from, and are they just like a winner? You can get the vibe from someone and a player if they're a winner and a worker. Uh, And and I feel like that's overlooked sometimes. Yeah, and I think it's more important because we had gotten into that conversation about, uh, about the game, the entertainment value, the lack of practice time. Well, what happens now with the lack of practice time? You want a guy who's going to try to get better on his own yeah. because you don't have him. So I, I, I do think it's important. And one of the biggest things scouts always talk about is does, does he love ball? Does he love ball? Does he love the game? Mm. But look, that's hard. That's what makes it hard. Because guys, if I tell if you're a prospect and I'm interviewing you and I'm a scout and I say, Well, do you love ball, Ryan? What are you gonna say? No, I hate it. I just want to get paid. You're right. gonna it's like any job interview. You're gonna say, I love it, I love it, I it's yeah, my life. You want the paycheck. Yeah. That's that's human nature. And yeah. by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. That you have to expect that. But my point is it's not easy to figure out who's gonna go that extra mile. So that's the kind of thing that draft Twitter and when they look at and and they do their YouTube films. Mm-hmm. Look, they don't have access to these players. They don't have access to the um, to the medical records. They don't have access to all the stuff that NFL scouts do. And one of the biggest parts of that is figuring out does the guy love 
ball. Does the guy yeah. really want to be in the NFL? Now, I'm not saying Carson. Carson Wentz is a tremendously hard worker, but he works hard at, you know, staying in shape, getting his body ready, you know, lifting weights. He, he got really jacked up during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, he doesn't work hard at mechanics and but the boring stuff. Film. Yeah. That that's that's there's a fine line there. Yeah. I mean anyone not anyone, but you have this NFL pool and they all got there because yeah, they're naturally gifted, but they're hard workers. Like everyone in the oh, NFL yeah. is oh, a hard yeah. worker, but not yeah. everyone's Tom Brady. Not everyone is, you know, Patrick Mahomes, whatever it may be. Don't NFL teams hire investigators sometimes? Yeah, well, they all have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have their own security how, how, department. How common is that for draft picks? Uh, they look into them, yeah. I mean, Big Dom is kind of famous here in Philadelphia. Dom DeSandro is the Eagles uh, in charge of Eagles security. Um, yeah, I mean, that's part of what they do. One of the reasons the Eagles brought in Corey Clement, Corey Clement uh, ha- had a great college career at Wisconsin, uh, but we know his, his position is devalued. Mm-hmm. But he also had there were some questions about uh, some off the field stuff. Is uh, and and he knew he's from South Jersey. He knew Dom personally mm-hmm. from when he was young, and he vouched for him. The Eagles brought him in, turned into a Super Bowl hero. Obviously, it didn't work out from there because of injuries, but turned out to be a really great guy in the community and all that stuff. You know, people do stupid things when they're young. I mean, yeah. at, at times, doesn't mean you're a bad person, right? But, hey, that's what makes the NFL draft so hard because the easy part is figuring out um, the physical stuff. You can go back to the combine for 40 years and look at, okay, here's the measurables of guys who've excelled at this position. Does this guy reach the bar? That's the easy part. I think that part is focused on too much. Well, and I know I sound oh, crazy oh, saying oh, that. No, but. you're 100% right. NFL, that's more focused. NFL teams focus more on film than, you know, they want to mm-hmm. see they want to see you hit a certain level. Like the play wide outside receiver, mm-hmm. you can't run a 4-8. I, I mean. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, right. I mean, you can be. A- Anquan Bolden did, but. Right. He, I, I run a 5 4, but man, I, I, <laughs> I got work great hard, hands. Dude. Yeah, I, I got great hard. hands. I'm a winner. <laughs> so, as long as you hit that bar for them, right. then it becomes yes, you, 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 you have to be this type of athlete to play this type of position. And everybody has different goals and what different types of players they want. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the film and, I, you know, percentages are stupid, but I've asked scouts, okay, what's the percentage of, say, combine stuff and and film work and interview stuff? And and every one of them pretty much says film's about 80% of it. What they they see on film. Yeah. Yeah. So That that might be a low number. Yeah, you could argue it's a low number. Really? I mean, dude, the the film don't lie, man. Yeah. Film don't lie. Well, like, that, and, and the problem with that, the only problem with that is you get into, you know, the projection. We've talked about it with Justin Fields. I know we've had that conversation yeah. about, oh, he doesn't come off his primary read because he doesn't have to. Right. Um, and again, he's not trying to uh, make you happy uh, uh, by saying, oh, my first read is open, but let me show uh, Bob from. Uh, Stratford, if if he can get to his third read, 
I, you know, that's not what he's thinking about. He's trying to run the offense. So you have to project as a scout and evaluate, okay, it's not going to be that easy in the NFL. It's fair to say that. He's going to have to go past his first progression a lot more. So you have to figure out, you have to project, can he do that? And that's the difficult part. Let's be honest. It has to be difficult gathering that type of information. So do you go to the head coach? Like, I'm not saying the head coaches are going to lie. But, oh, they but do, like, though. They do, yeah, yeah. of course. Or they're they're looking out for their guy, and yeah. I get that. They become family. They become close. Yeah. Like, so who do you go to? Who do you trust with, like, how was he in the film room? How was he in the offseason? Well, was and that's he why you, you, talk to, you try to talk to as many people as possible. You try to talk to the head coach. You try to talk to the position coach. You try to talk to the teammates. You, you try to get into all of that uh, and, and – Try to get the best picture you possibly can. But, yeah, everybody's trying to put their best foot forward, including yeah. coaches. You know, coaches want quarterbacks especially to succeed because mm-hmm. they want to recruit the next five-star guy. And what can right. I say? Yeah, look, look, go look at – yeah. I turned Mac Jones into a top-10 pick. Exactly. Not that Nick exactly. Saban needs help with recruiting. <laughs> yeah. But, but you get the point. I really hope, you know, Nick, yeah, uh, Nick next, can add that Nick's to his a, repertoire. Nick's had a couple rough years. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hoping for it. Poor um, Nick, man. Thoughts and prayers for Nick Saban <laughs> to get uh, a five-star recruit at Alabama. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, uh, we're going to wrap things up here on the two-hour edition of Extending Play After the Break, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. More with Johnny Mack and Ryan Rothstein. I'm out on fishing in areas like... Come on, bro. You have, you're about to have a kid, and he's going to want to go fishing. Uncle B can't take him fishing all the time. you got to learn to fish, bro. It's a good point. What do you mean you it's a good point? My ability to father my child relies solely on taking him fishing? Yes, well, Mr. Predicto. All right, what's the question for Mr. Predicto here? About your ability to father a child. <laughs> well, it has to be yes or no, okay? Will your son want to go fishing? Well, my son, my boy... Want a fish? Uh-oh. The signs say no. Huh? Oh, that's it! I'm walking off the set like Maury. Boom, boom! I'm out. Drop the mic. See ya. You're not capable of dropping the mic. Oh my goodness! I'll yeah. roll with that, Mister Predict. This is my guy right here. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place 
where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at Malamut Law and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey's best. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Back on the program, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, home stretch for extending the play. Johnny Mack, Ryan Rothstein, and we've gotten to the bottom of it. Ryan indeed loves ball, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna project him as a potential day two pick because he's tall, he's got length. I'll take it. Uh, I, I don't know if he can tackle from what we talked about I an hour tackle. one. <laughs> I can't tackle, and I don't want to tackle. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not something you should say. But Asante Samuel Jr. is going to be a second-round pick. He can't tackle like mm-hmm. his dad. Well, there you go. Runs in the family. <laughs> Makes sense. But it is interesting pro days coming up, so we'll uh, finish up on that note. I mentioned some pretty big ones uh, next week as well. Uh, so you're going to get to see – you're going to get to see that hype ramp up as we look at the number six overall pick. But I, in a lot of ways, Ryan, I think more important for the Eagles because what we talked about and how many uh, years, uh, two consecutive years, they were down to five total picks uh, because of the Carson Wentz original trade and trying to get up to draft him uh, back in 2016. Last year, they finally got uh, – uh, more of the numbers back to start to populate the back end of this roster. And now they'll have uh, a significant number of picks again, four in the top 100. So, look, they got a hit on six. We all know that. Yeah. And we're, we've talked about that plenty. We're going to continue to pl- talk about it. But those day two picks, and they have 37 overall. Just remember, they're a bad team. So, you know, 32 picks in the first round. You're right up at 37 overall uh, to get. You got to get another starter at that pick, uh, and then you have two third round picks, so four in the top 100. And a lot of ways, I think day two is going to be even more important than day one because the, you better get a player at six. But yeah. this team's history is not great when it's trying to find value in, in, as you get past that first round. I mean, look at historically, or, or just look at the last 10 years. If you go to the second round, if you go to the day two and day three picks, that's what separates teams. 
Oh yeah. Like it's not about the top ten. Like no. sure, you can you can land a franchise quarterback. You can mm. land someone that changes your franchise, but you still need to build a fifty three man roster and, and that comes on the day two and day three picks. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to get a good player at six. You're not necessarily supposed to get a good player in the fourth round. So if you can develop somebody like that into a starter, uh, a long-term starter, you're ahead of the game. If they turn out to be, if you trade up to get Danelle Pumphrey in the first pick of the fourth round, that's not not as optimal. Not ideal. So that's, yeah, that's where good teams build. And then we talk about the salary cap and the cost-effective nature of it. Anybody can go out and say, Trent Williams is, uh, you know, I think 33 years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, obviously went to San Francisco last season, had a great season, coming off the injury. Uh, again, proved to be one of the best two or three left tackles in football. Anybody can go out and sign that guy if they have money. You talked about all the teams at the top of the cap. Um, you know, we'll see how Trent wants to – he'll probably want to go to a contender, but who knows. Um, anybody can look at that guy and say, oh, six-time All-Pro. He can probably play. Mm-hmm. Then you start getting in a conversation, well, you got to weigh where is it going to descend? Uh, when does that happen? How many years? All that kind of stuff. That that the great teams, the good teams, the consistently good teams are the ones in those middle rounds who develop starters early in the career and they're cheap. And then you can fill in the holes. Yeah. Look, with free agency. Look at I mean, I just plugged in, you know, previous drafts in the second round. Twenty nineteen. Pick thirty five, Nick Chubb. Pick thirty eight, Ronald Jones. Tampa Bay. There we go. I mean, you can go every year right around pick number 37 and find guys that are difference makers right now in the league. So, yeah, you can make an argument, John, and you are, that pick 37 is just as important as number six. And and this is what the Eagles are going to have. The Eagles are going to do certain things in free agency, but people looking for five years. No, it's going to be one year. But if you go back to 2017 – and we talk about it all the time. And what did Howie Roseman do that year that was so great? It was Chris Long. It was Patrick Robinson. It was LeGarrette Blunt. One year, prove it deals. Mm-hmm. And they all hit. Yeah. You're not looking for five years, $80 million guys. No. The Eagles don't, the Eagles aren't in that cycle. So that's where people have to understand that's what the salary cap's about, not getting under the cap. <laughs> the Eagles are getting under the cap, people. I have one more example just because I can do this all day. 2017, the Eagles picked at 43 in the second round. Do you know who was picked at 41? And I'm not one of those guys. I'm. This is like the DK Metcalf thing. 2017. So who did the Eagles pick? Give it Sidney me. Jones. Ooh. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah, they 41. wanted to. It's interesting. They wanted to. They wanted out. They were going to pick Dalvin Cook at that position, and the Vikings jumped up. The Vikings traded up uh, to get him. The Eagles actually wanted Dalvin Cook. They also that was the year they also wanted Christian McCaffrey in the first round. So they were really intent on fixing their running back position. And sometimes things don't work out. 
But I will say the Eagles have a funny habit of saying, we wanted that guy. Yeah, that's awesome. In, yeah. When he turns into a super <laughs> We wanted Russell Wilson. And Jeffrey Lurie, and his, he was like, well, we like good players, but sometimes teams take them in front of us. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jeffrey. Yeah. Thanks. I want a Range Rover, but I'm not driving it. I mean, <laughs> we, we like good players. I mean, come on, man. Uh, but sometimes they get taken before our spot. And that's a perfect place to end. Uh, extending the play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Listen to Ryan during the week, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 on The Fix. I'm there every night at 7.30. Listen to our buddy Rich Q on Tuesdays and Wednesdays with Back Your Play. And we'll be back here next week. Until then, South Jersey, keep extending that play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. You've been listening to Extending the Play with John McMullen on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Today's program was sponsored by the Malamet Law Office and Remax Real Estate, as well as Bet Rivers Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. This has been a Jacob Media Partners production. Three, two,